Hey everyone, welcome to Locked on Lakers for Thursday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers have officially signed Christian Wood. So what's his role going to be with the team? That's next. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers the first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcast. It's always going to be free, never behind a paywall. Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show, hang out with over 20,000 subscribers to the channel, uh, all of whom reacting in, in, in general enthusiasm. Many people reacting in general enthusiasm, which we'll get to here in a second in terms of the, uh, the Lakers fan reaction to the Christian Wood signing. Um, Certainly uh, as impactful a late summer signing as you are going to find um, uh, around the league. Uh, Wood, the most talented free agent, but a lot of things to kind of break down and sort out. Uh, So we're going to keep going through kind of reactions to Christian Wood. He had some things to say about uh, the Mavericks uh, to Mark Spears. um, And... He, you know, we got, we got to want to talk about his role, uh, who his role impacts, um, you know, kind of a day later, Andy, the, what happens now with Christian Wood, with adding another player to the rotation who is, you know, absolutely 100% NBA rotation worthy, all of these things to a pretty deep team already. There are so many interesting questions about what this is going to look like and how the Lakers are going to handle it going, you know, once camp opens. Yeah. Uh, first, really quickly, I want to address um, an elephant in the room with the show, something that I've seen a few people comment on. Um, I am aware that my screen, my side of it, is blurrier than Brian's. I have been doing everything I possibly can using different types of screen wipes like specifically designed for computer screens nothing seems to be working if you have suggestions please leave them in the comments because like another six months of this you're just gonna look like you're in witness protection (laughs) i know i cannot (laughs) fix this for the life of me and it is driving me insane if you have solutions that are not just go to Staples and buy screen wipes because I promise you I've done multiple varieties of this. If you know something else, please right. let also me know. Too, also, another suggestion that is not totally welcome, get a new computer. Right. No, 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 that's no, no, not, no, no. We're that, not looking for that either. That's off the damn table. I'll, I'll go into the Pro look before I get a new laptop. So, um, yeah, but the, the first the first thing I wanted to ask you is like, you know, because this is the, the I think the in no pun intended, the starting point with any conversation with with Christian Wood and about Wood in terms of role and, you know, and stuff like that and, and what the Lakers do with them is the is the starter versus bench thing. And I know you had said very with uh, a lot of emphasis on uh, yesterday's show are reacting to the signing that you think he needs to come off the bench and some indication that you may get your wish. Yeah, reading from uh, Jovan Buha from The Athletic, his uh, piece that everybody should check out, it's very, very detailed with a lot of really good numbers in it um, about Christian Wood. And he, he said, quote, 
The early expectations that Wood will come off the bench with Huria Hachimura, the likely front co- front court starter, next to LeBron James and Anthony Davis, according to team sources, at minimum, Wood will be the primary backup center behind Davis while occasionally teaming with him in two big lineups. He should average around 20 minutes a game with everybody healthy. He also pointed out that Davis played 100% of his minutes at center last season, 76 minutes of them at center the season before. LeBron played 99% of his minutes last season, either at power forward or center. And this, in and of itself, you know, I realize this is not set in stone and, you know, Christian Wood crushing it in camp or maybe, uh, you know, a two guard, I mean, two, two big lineup as a starting unit looks incredible during the preseason things change, but this being at least in dark pencil gives me a lot of immediate ease and comfort because again, LeBron at the three defensively, that to me is a deal breaker. Like it just will not work. It's you are forcing things that really shouldn't be happening for the sake of adding Christian Wood to the starting lineup in ways that I don't think are necessary. It also, too, indicates that Christian Wood was not lured to the Lakers by any type of promise, but rather being told, you're going to have a good role, but it's going to be the good role that we choose and we dictate, which ultimately is, I think, the best thing for the Lakers, and I think the best thing for Christian Wood himself if he really wants to showcase not just what he can do on the court, but what he can do for a team culture which is one of the biggest perceived, fair or not, red flags about the guy. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. It's like, you know, with with Wood, it's it doesn't – if he wants to really rehabilitate his reputation, rehabilitate his career, um, and set himself up to be somebody that anybody would sign, like to a real – contract not just a veterans minimum or something like that but like you know three four years 10 12 15 18 million dollars whatever it is he has to show that he can be productive and willing to play a role on a good team because at this point in his career he's 28 years old i believe um and so you know he's not young enough anymore that you say okay we can you know take him and develop him into something else if you're uh, a, a developmental team He's old enough now and with enough reputation that you say, we don't want him getting in the way of our younger guys that we are trying to grow around. Um, and if you're a good team, you say, well, that we can't have – what do we do with him because he won't play a role on a good team? So what do we do with him? it? If he want, the this is why I think – It's very Wood, similar, by the way, really quickly to before the Clippers turned out to be a, a good landing spot for Russell Westbrook, the situation he was dealing with. Yes. It's why, from a strategic standpoint, I, I, I do think this was, I don't know what his other landing spots might have been, but to choose a team like the Lakers, a contending team that will insist that he play in the lane that they construct for him, or probably cut him, I suppose, like the, the, strategically it made a lot of sense for Wood to choose this group because it's the only way for him to establish real value in the league is to try to flip what you're talking about, Andy, on its ear, this idea that he cannot, will not do what is required to play a role in a good team. He needs to come off the bench or be willing to come off the bench. Um, And I can't imagine the Lakers told him anything differently because you're right. 
even pushing Anthony Davis to power forward at this point in his career, I think is not a great idea. Like both of those guys are kind of aging defensively as versatile as AD is into a spot that makes a lot more sense. Um, and so certainly LeBron uh, to a lesser degree, Anthony Davis. So I, I agree with you. I don't see how this really works. And then when AD doesn't play, you know, the 15, 20 games a year where AD doesn't play, then Christian Wood starts at center, I would assume. Yeah, I I, I think he would. Unless uh, Darvin Ham and a lot of coaches do this, just want to keep the rotation intact, and he decides to play hypothetically Jackson Hayes, who's getting spot minutes at best. Right. He decides to start Hayes. Just start Vanderbilt. So, you go really small with you right. know LeBron at center or whatever right. it might it, be. Match exactly. Up and, and, you know, AD and Christian Wood will play some minutes together at some point over the season because there are ways that can be really useful. I just think as, in particular, a starting look, mm -hmm. I think it's a really bad idea. And if we were already hearing reports that Christian Wood was being eyed for that role or been told, you know, you got a real good shot of starting, wink, wink, come on over for the veterans minimum, that, that would give me a lot of pause about just the season moving forward. Like it, it would just it would just feel like they're putting themselves in a really bad position. Instead, and this is interesting. I had not thought about this, but uh, I heard it discussed on the Lakers Nation's pot Lakers Nation podcast, friend of the show. Um, I'd forgotten there had been some reports that some players were not into bringing in Christian Wood, hmm. um, and. If nothing in, we don't know who the players are, but there's only there's only a few who matter, you know. <laughs> like if if Max Christie has objections, I, I can think of a couple guys who wouldn't be into the idea, but that's as much based on self preservation than it is right. anything else. Yeah, uh, we we're going to discuss at some point. It, Jared Vanderbilt may, may not be wild about this. Torian Prince may not be wild about this, but they don't get a vote. But. The guys who are important, everyone knows. If nothing else, it's a sign that the front office will occasionally make decisions on their own while consulting with the mm -hmm. players who matter, as they should. Um, who gets squeezed in the rotation? Who sits? Who plays? How does this impact the rest of the roster? Uh, we'll talk about that and read some of your reaction from the YouTube page coming up next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel. You can get ready for the NFL season, which kicks off tonight with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And right now, new customers can bet just $5, five bucks, and you get $200 back in bonus bets, guaranteed. You can use the bonus bets on spreads, on player props, over-unders, all sorts of different options. And all customers who bet just, again, those $5, you get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. And now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is really easy to use, great User experience, easy to navigate. You're going to love the experience. All these different betting options right at your fingertips. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Okay, so generally speaking, when a team signs a player, certainly a talented player, um, you know, flaws or whatever aside, um, you know, Christian Wood is, talented there nobody's nobody's debating that you know the fan base is uh excited by that you know they got a, a minimum player to add to it a good roster and stuff like that some of the comments we got uh and to say the least 
heavy comment day uh, on on uh, Wednesday. Heavy in, traffic in, day. Yeah, in the in, thank you all very much. In the wake of the uh, the Wood signing, um, here's one from uh, Arcanado four three six six. Rui was horrific on defense till they put him next to AD and joined a good team, and he magically became okay. Wood could be the same. I like how he used the word could. Could be the same. Didn't say he would be, but he could be. Um, you know, I think this this from 1982 Crenshaw. Awesome. This is a good signing by the Lakers. It's on LeBron and AD and Darwin to help make sure Christian succeeds on the Lakers. I would say it's also a little bit on Wood himself. Uh, this could be a game changer if they help and really embrace him because he can flat out score the ball. Gives the Lakers great depth and insurance policy against injury. Maybe now we can beat the Clippers, which everybody ever talks about, but bothers the hell out of me. Um, you know, love this pickup. This is from Alex Merling, seventy nine. Love this pickup from us. His three point shooting will be a tremendous asset. Um, uh, I God, it's so hard to read all the, all some of these things really quickly. Melanin non code or mel? I don't know. Seven five five five. Depth, depth, and more depth. We've got potential out the wazoo to go all the way. Let's go Lake Show. And this Andy to me was kind of like the re- you know the, the theme to the reaction, which was like this could be really good. Like it it there's a lot of potential if it works, um, if the culture can help it, if you know sort of the glass half full interpretation. Like if he can come to the Lakers and the Lakers culture can uh, and and the stakes and all that can reach him that this has a lot of potential for wood and for the Lakers. Yeah. You know, it, I don't say this just to flatter our listenership, our viewership, knowing that flattery will get you everywhere. But you know, <laughs> the truth is I, I think this reaction that we saw in the YouTube comment section is a really good reflection of our audience because the majority of the reaction was excitement which is warranted because whatever flaws or red flags come with christian wood and we have discussed them we will continue to discuss them the upside potential is not just there it is legitimately exciting you know the scoring that we know he brings inside and outside it's exciting the interchangeability for him with different front court players is exciting the pick and pop possibilities with delo and lebron austin reeves these are exciting but when you and i brought up those red flags and those flaws, we saw very little pushback from the listenership, the, you know, the viewership in terms of just, you guys are being negative. You guys are being haters. You want the Lakers to lose. You're going clickbait, just, just trying to piss everyone off because I think our audience is smart enough to get it. Like they get what we're talking about and they get that we were not trying to dampen any enthusiasm. They get that we brought up a lot of the positives well, and why... We- this could be really good, and I, again, I, I thought it was just well, a mean, really smart reaction to everything we said. Yeah. And Lakers fans, generally speaking, like I think Lakers fans enjoy, as they should, the entitlements and the arrogance and all that stuff because it's like you know what our team wins like all the time. Like we're just better. Like seventeen titles, and it's not like the Celtics where you you know there wasn't. Like there's no like filmed footage of like half their titles because the camera hadn't been invented yet. Like the Lakers are a modern era success story and that's pretty cool. And so, yeah, like there are franchises out there that like get to the playoffs like three times every 25 years. Um, And 
it's fun to I mean hell there's some that get to the playoffs regularly and just don't win championships and it's fun as a fan to lord that over other fan bases like that's part of the fun um but Lakers fans are also <laughs> really smart about basketball like okay fine a little entitled assume that everybody's going to come to Lakers and all that which is also kind of fun too um but they know what they're talking about and I feel like this is the time of year that it is totally appropriate and totally fun to think about what if this works? Because look, I we talked about this. There is this is not a risk-free move for the Lakers. It is a low-cost move, but it's not risk-free because they could sign someone else who might be more useful. They could bring a different body that would ultimately prove better. If Wood doesn't work out and you have to cut him 40 games in because it's a you've spent 40 games trying to make this guy work and it doesn't, you can't get back that time. You can't get back that continuity. It is not risk-free, um, but there really is upside and it's not in made up and it's not invented and this is the time that it makes total sense to think about but it could work and if it works the lakers benefit in a really great way because now andy they've they've got more legitimate rotation players and we can carry this into the next segment they have more legitimate rotation players than they have spaces to play them and that's a tough problem for Darvin Ham, but it's a great problem for the Lakers. Yeah, speaking of some uh, some of the reasons to be optimistic in, in the piece that we referenced from Jovan, he pointed out that Christian Woods, a little under 38% from his career from behind the arc, has made 36% from behind the arc five of his seven seasons in the NBA, a little under 42% on catch-and-shoot threes. Uh, by the way, on good volume. Just to, yes. I don't to cut you off, but the three-point shooting, it's not two a game. It's four and a half. You right. Know? So it's, it's good volume. And a little under 42% on those catch-and-shoot threes last season, which is really good, particularly for that position. So I started digging through a little more stats. The last four seasons, he's been 36% or higher on above-the-break threes. Christian Wood in 39% or higher in three of those four seasons. And he seems to prefer above the break over corner threes or just, I guess, wasn't situated there a lot. But that's a really good mark for the hardest available, you know, the hardest three to make distant wise. So that's good. Also, too, like his overall rebounding numbers don't necessarily fly off the page, but his defensive rebounding numbers are actually consistently very good. Like per cleaning the glass, he's been in the 76th percentile or higher since becoming a rotation player last four years, like a true rotation guy, 84th percentile or higher the last two seasons when it comes to uh, defensive rebounding percentage. And the Lakers last season, they were not awful you know, on the defensive glass, but they were not great either. They were not as good as they needed to be last season, particularly, I mean, after they moved Russ. I, I think that was one area where they actually did miss Russell Westbrook. So this is an area where I think Christian Wood also – can help out and fuel that optimism that people are talking about. Yeah, and and Jovan, while not making any, uh, you know, bones about the defensive reputation, does note that it may not be quite as bad. Uh, he says he, you know, he says he's not necessarily the turnstile uh, that many presume him to be. Um, and we'll get into that because, like, 
the, his length is important. You know, he is 6'10", 6'11", um, 6'10", I think, is the official listing. Seems um, to be 6'9", and 6'10". Yeah, so, um, but, you know, but wingspan over 7 feet, you know, 7'3", I think, uh, is that one. You know he's he's a he's a he's a long body. So let's let's talk about the role. Let's talk about um, how they fit him in because the front court is crowded, and that's if you're only considering the big lineups. If you go small, it's even more crowded. So we'll we'll do that next. Um. So Wood made some. Uh, Got a little tension on the social media today talking to Mark Spears um, at ESPN and had some things to say, Andy, about the Dallas Mavericks, uh, both coming to L.A. and coming to Dallas. So this with uh, Mark and Anscape at ESPN. I've always wanted to be a Laker. I know we can win a championship. Communication with the coach is big key. Coach Ham and I go back to our Milwaukee days, and we've got a great. We've had great conversations every day about this opportunity. He believes in me and told me I'll be playing a big role and knows what I can do. I'm looking forward to this and for sure motivated after what Dallas did. Um, first of all, it's worth noting, while I'm sure the relationship between Christian Wood and Darvin Ham is solid, you know, Darvin Ham's always been known as a great people person. Uh, he is, you and I, when we were around him more during his assistant coach days with the Lakers, immediately liked the guy, immediately oh, yeah. identified how people could gravitate towards him. They played 13 games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the <laughs> Milwaukee reaction too. He's, he's barely spent more time on the Bucks than I have. <laughs> right. the, the, the Milwaukee days were a short they segment. They really bonded quickly before the Bucks right. let him go. Right. Um, but that being said, uh, what caught a lot of people's attention, obviously, is the part where he said, after what Dallas did, um, Talked a little bit with Nick Angstad, who covers the Mavericks for Locked on Mavs, and he said he felt comfortable with us relaying this because he's talked about it on his own show. There is a strong opinion um, with Team Wood, you know, his, Christian Wood, his agents, reps, all that stuff, that as the season went along, the Mavericks began reducing Christian Wood's minutes, reducing his role, that they resisted starting him when – to be fair, there actually was a discussion about it, and there were some Mavericks fans who thought that's what they should have done because they were trying to lower his market value to make it easier to retain Christian Wood because there would be less competition, certainly less economic competition that they would have to match. That is – Nick Nick is pretty confident that is what is being referred to. And, you know, Nick said, you know, this is something when we did our scouting report on – would you know a few weeks ago in anticipation of something like this you know talking about who they ought to be pursuing you know that was one of the it's one of the criticisms is he is a guy who thinks he is better than he does than he is thinks he deserves more in the league than he has earned um you know going back to Jovan's piece you know the uh, and this is something that we've talked about like you know the Lakers in 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 signing Wood pass on somebody like Biombo way lower ceiling uh with Biombo but better defender, better locker room presence, better uh, as a guy that you know will willingly play the role uh, that you're that he's being asked um, without I mean I think with with wood like the, the the concern is like while everything is going well and he's sort of getting what he wants and it's early and he's you know rah rah team guy as it gets closer to 
wait a minute, I'm only playing 14 minutes a night. I got a contract coming up. Like it's going to get harder and harder and harder. He's not going to like it anymore. You don't, Biombo sat for three weeks. He's not going to say a word. Um, like all of those are real concerns and all of those are legitimate. Um, and so when, he, when you do see a comment like that one, um, it is, it is noteworthy because I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> like I, I just would have left that alone. I, if I am Christian Wood on my way out of Dallas with his reputation, the fact that nobody else wanted to give him money either. It wasn't okay. The, the Mavs lowballed him and somebody else swooped in with a mid-level or a mini mid-level or a biannual exception <laughs> or anything. Uh, I would have left that out if my goal is to start to rehab my image. Yeah, I mean, look, with the caveat off the top that I did not see Christian Wood in Dallas on an 82-game basis last season, nor would I ever put it past either Mark Cuban or Jason Kidd to try to orchestrate some half-baked, frankly stupid scheme because both of them have a history of half-baked and frankly stupid schemes. Uh This feels like a really bad way to handle the situation. A, if you actually have any interest in keeping Christian Wood at all, like if you're indifferent to keeping him, I guess, okay. But if you had any interest at all in bringing him back, because that's the only reason you would look to lower his market value unless you're just really vindictive a-holes, this feels like a unnecessarily dangerous game by them to play. But also, too, the Mavericks were a team trying to make the playoffs last season and are in extreme we-need-to-keep-Luka-happy mode, purposely tanking their season. I know they I know they packed it in a couple games earlier than necessary, but this stuff that Christian Wood, I think, or certainly Nick has led me to believe, and I think he's right, is referring to happened well before that. That is a really, really either cart ahead of the horse or myopic way of missing the much more important picture, which is why I I just don't buy it. Fair and fair or not to him, to the situation, to any of it. Um, it feeds the I, you know, I'm the victim sort of thing. Everybody else has been, everybody else is wronging me kind of reputation. Um, it's just not, you know, is it a gigantic red flag? No. I mean, it, it, you know, guys talk, it's just that it's a comment in the off season for a guy who clearly didn't leave on good terms. Um, but a lot of that, that, that season was a tire fire last year and it just got worse and worse and worse. as we went along. Um, but it, it just, it, if you are a person who is skeptical and you're kind of paying attention, you sort of think it through in that way, then a comment like that makes you, you know, you're, you're probably a tick or two more concerned about fit and about culture than you were say before you read that from Mark, <laughs> Mark Spears at Anscape at ESPN, the hall of famer, by the way, congratulations, That's right. congratulations to, Spears. to him. Um, but it's just, it, it is, it, it, we're, we'll wait to, because next, for tomorrow's show, we want to do, you know, Jared Vanderbilt, um, who is probably more directly impacted by this than anyone other than, I guess, maybe Jackson Hayes. Um, 
Jackson I mean, Hayes, I think, is most right. directly affected. But he but is uh, Vanderbilt is too, and he's extension eligible. And kind of quietly became an extension eligible this week. Um, not that we necessarily expect the Lakers to give him one right away. You don't just jump on that, but um, necessarily. But he, Vanderbilt's role is a really interesting one. His salary is interesting. His his future is interesting, um, and it's it's very much impacted by this. Um, and so maybe for Friday's show, we'll get into who maybe isn't going to play now that Wood is here, and how this impacts the the front court and even the the you know swingman rotation with like Reeves and 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 um, Christie and smaller lineups and all that. But overall, Andy, Torian Prince, Torian Prince, sure. I mean, I, I see him as more of a three as right, I but in that sort of two three who would move down minutes, in small lineups. Sure, but, but his minutes could be affected. By absolutely. This. So, so we'll, we'll get deep into that um, for the next show. But just as we wrap here, the more you think about this, in terms of just really fascinating people and skill sets and positionality and all this stuff to add to a roster in September, this is like a 10 out of 10. I you know the, the the combinations and all this stuff that they're going to start working through both in camp and probably for the first month or so of the season, a uh, month or two. It, it, this is this, it's so intriguing. I'm excited just from a basketball fan standpoint because there's so many different ways they could do this. Look, man, assuming everybody on this team stays relatively consistently healthy, this team's stacked, man. Like th- this is a stacked lineup with tons of different combinations and versatile options and you know we heading into this season or the heading into this offseason I should say talked about you know the shooting that the Lakers always need they've addressed a lot of the shooting you know particularly if Max Christie plays the role I think he's going to play I think he's already established himself as somebody with three-point potential you're adding Christian Wood you're adding Torian Prince D'Angelo Russell for all of his faults he is an established outside shooter. If Austin Reeves continues what he did, last, like all, all of a sudden you've got that's not you know maybe they're not the the Warriors two but it's no, not a problem, and it makes it so it matters less if Gabe Vincent's playoff shooting is his regular season shooting. It matters a little less now if Rui's playoff shooting doesn't carry over to what has been typically low percentage regular season shooting still matters, but it matters less. Mm -hmm. And all of that stuff is, is really important. Um, So, you know, we'll talk about that too, where the Lakers kind of stack up now, like the, the roster set. So uh, lots to get into for Friday's show uh, for you everydayers. Uh, And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see everybody then locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to see the show and hang out and leave comments and leave questions. See everybody on Friday.